0: Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. Yeah, buddy. Oh, here it comes, here it comes. All right. You know what that sound means? That sound means that it's time for another fucking wonderful episode of the game rage music slash all gas, no trash slash good ass music show. (laughs) And again, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, and for those of you who've been first time, long time or whatever, first time call it a long time listener. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's a a classic
1: one. It Uh, is Dan Pat real quickly, man. uh, I don't know if I like Dan Patrick, but I always like when people call in and uh, first time, long time, Five nine two twenty. They give off like like <laughs> the a day bu- that they fucking started listening. Or no no no. This is this is uh their height and weight <laughs> like boxers. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah, but you anyway, yeah. start doing
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> First time, hey, long time. Five yeah. ten three twenty. Yeah. But anyways, uh, for again, for those of you who know, I'm Josh. Here are today with Adam. What what is good people? And so again. J- we're gonna start saying this on every podcast now because we're 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 gonna be doing a rebranding here soon. Of this this show will no longer be called Game Rage Music. It'll be called All Gas No Trash officially. Okay, is what it'll be called. Yeah, but it will also slash. It will re- maintain the slash Good Ass Music Show. We just can't call it that. Yeah, because you know we'll get kicked off all the fucking podcast things for having ass in the name for, for having vulgar language. Yeah, I mean even though we already have vulgar language on this <laughs> on this podcast, but yeah. Anyways, so. Stay tuned for that in the the coming months, but we're getting everybody prepared now. Nothing will change. It's all going to be all the old episodes will still be on the same shit. It'll just show up in your feed as a different name. Yeah. So nothing to worry about. You will have to do nothing. But anyways, today, this is episode. This is technically episode number 23. Oh, sick. All right. And we're doing we're gonna do an album review today. And so we're gonna do there's gonna be two different versions there's going to be the podcast version, which those of you who are listening to this on the podcast feed will hear it. That does not include any of the music because, you know, copyrights and all that nonsense. We can't play it as you've as you've learned through our previous episodes that we've done this. However, we are on Heady FM Thursdays at 6 p.m. Nine, nine Eastern. That's the time slot that Adam has America. American time. <clears throat> Yeah. american united states time for the belgians. Uh you going to I don't know you got to figure that out for for uh, You got to do the math on yeah, that. Yeah, we don't we don't know how to do that. But anyways, we will have that version is going to play the actual f- album along with it. So you can listen live on on Thursday. Well, if you're hearing this right now it's Thursday. <laughs> but you'll be able to listen live and you'll be able to hear the actual songs in addition to us talking about them. So kind of excited about that. That's a cool new thing we're doing. So anyways, without further ado, well, maybe with further ado, do you have anything to talk about before we start this album review? Or
1: Yeah, so okay,
0: the the prophetic one, the Oracle. The Oracle
1: the, of Adam. Yeah, uh, so on, It's uh, this is just me tugging my own balls, stroking my own ego. Mm, stroke away, good buddy. Yes. Uh so there was a band. Well, I know both these bands personally. Uh well, at least I've I'm acquainted with them. And I saw this advertisement for a show for this band called 3LH. And they're kind of like Green Day with surf rock inspired music mm-hmm. music. Okay. Um great sound. A band I've been following probably since 2019. And there's this other band called Cold Cut that I think I found in 2020, or maybe it was the same year, 2019 as well. But in, in any case, so I saw Cold Cut last year at the Color Haiku Festival, which was that show I went to. Uh, it was in at the Pomona Fox Theater, the Fox Theater Pomona. Okay. Went to go see this band, and I wrote this little thing. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but just simply for Josh to see that uh so this this is the show, right? Okay. This is the show. I, I circled two bands.
0: Three L H and Cold Cut, I see, are yeah. are circled.
1: All right. Now this I wrote this back in September of 2023. This is not this is not bullshit. I'm not making the shit up. What what did I write?
0: You wrote, I don't know if Three L H has played with these guys, but they sure should should and would would or they sure should would make a great pairing.
1: Yeah. Okay. And this is cold cut and three cut and three LH. So H, what, yeah. what is the previous what is the previous uh what is the previous it says three LH and kolka
0: right right yeah in 2024 or the, yeah right so so f- essentially four months ago you said man these guys would be sure a good pairing together yeah and here now like i said four months later when, when's the actual show is it oh i sorry i didn't check uh let I me mean, just say, twenty twenty four. I didn't see a date. on mm, that I actually. didn't see a date either. All right. Well, so sometime this year, January twenty sixth. Okay. So this this month, in a, f- a few weeks, you will see them playing on the same bill together. Yes. And and something I spoke into existence. True, you did. You 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 spoketh the words, and the truth came to pass, as they say. And now if you go to it's it's technically three LH is the headliner, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so this yeah, is like it, this is a three LH show. Yeah. So if you go to the three LH show with cold cut on there, you should say, Hey, I heard about this on All Gas No Trash and you you they called it. Yeah. Well really Adam called it, but I'll take the I'll take the I'll take the wingman credit for yeah. that. <laughs> just because I'm here. But anyways, that's pretty fucking awesome. That's cool.
1: Yeah, you, it's just uh one of those <clears throat> affirmations for man th- th- it, what 2 months ago no wait let's see we're barely well, i guess we're barely in january november 28th i think was the munya show uh the other affirmation was uh the most the one just before this one was the something specials knowing a band called lady apple tree that we got that confirmed on the mm-hmm. program mm-hmm. on the episode I, I don't even know what number that was it must have been 21 or something so, 20 or 20 yeah 1 of 20, those twenty twenty one or 20 or 21 I'm, I, you 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 have to check back. But, it's in the notes. It's yeah. in the notes. But it's just continuing to roll the foresight the uh, the good fortune that I have of just speculating on things happening. I don't know, man. I don't even I don't even bother to question myself. I I don't know if this is the great universe just filtering itself through me, and I'm just
0: able to. You you may just be a vessel, or you may be the one making it happen.
1: Yeah, I don't know, dude. This is, this is very weird shit. But anyways, I just had to quickly mention that. Now we can just get to the the album review, which is Young Gatita, and the album is called Shoelace. Is it Shoelace and Knots, or is it Shoelace? It's Shoelace and a Knot.
0: Shoelace and a knot. Man, way to undercut the fucking intro to the thing. I was going to, without further ado. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, live on Heady FM, All Gas, No Trash, Slash Good Ass Music Show presents an album review of a lifetime. Young Gatita, Shoelace, and a knot. Album cover, also completely done and made by young gatita herself right
1: yes this her name is valentina <clears throat> that's her first mm-hmm. name i don't want to say her second name because then I don't, I don't want to yeah that's her, you mean her last want, name yeah i don't want to get her docs or like, <laughs> but then she's a public
0: figure i mean so. that's true she's yeah. probably yeah. already i'll just leave it at that yeah I'll well that's fine that. we don't yeah. need to be so anyways it's cool looking album cover too it's uh it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh jet set radio uh kind of that i don't know man it seems like anti i don't know i don't know i just get that it's like chilling on top of a building getting ready to go skate around or something i don't know
1: this is all her original (laughs) artwork i think she actually went to uh you know i think she went to college for this at cal state long beach and she got her degree recently Mm -hmm. uh and i think she was going to east la community college or uh, a community college around la previously so congrats to her on getting that and then Obviously, the success, the success, (laughs) I'm getting hung up on my words. The success of her group, the project that is known as Young Gatita. So, this is something I've been personally following since I think 2019. Uh And uh, I found out about her through a podcast called the Us Podcast with Angel and Chris. Um, At this point, I can't remember their last names, but they are called Angel and Chris. And uh, they had Young Gatita back then. This was, I think, in 2018. So she was a guest. And she, so I can't remember exactly how the situation went down. But I think she started recording music by herself. Hmm. Simply as Young Gatita, right? And yeah. she put a song on SoundCloud called Seven Weeks and Three Days. And it's, it's so strange because it's like hearing that song back in 2019 and thinking it was it was a good song, right? But it has been used at this point as one of those songs for TikToks mm. to which it's gone viral and all that. But it took, it took at this point, four years to get to that boiling point for right, the, the yeah, song yeah. To, to catch heat, right? Uh, so anyways, on this podcast, she was just talking about her music and she thought it was going all right because... Uh, whatever amount of streams that she got on the song itself on soundcloud it must have convinced her to continue to follow through but i think she was contacted to to bring all this full circle as uh one would put it there was an artist i believe that reached out to her and maybe maybe it was that they belong to the same scene which is like the montebello pico whittier area Mm -hmm. it's like
0: Oh, so like she's for, she's a
1: local Southern California artist. Right. Huh. Uh there's this other artist named Katsuoso who is also part of the uh management group known as Cosmica, which we've already talked about through the uh Lana Mack interview.
0: F- friend of the show, Lana Mack. Yeah. <laughs> so this is one of the artists that they yeah. had, right? right. So yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not sure how the situation arose, but I know they, they live in the same locale, and this person, Katsuoso, invited young Gatita to be part of her band or rather his band is a keyboard player. So she began playing keys. Um, And then she also began recording a project, which was her first EP that came out and during, well, just before the pandemic, it was, I think in January. Uh, So that was like her first, I guess you could say official, not official release, but large body of work. Right. Yeah. And that album or rather that EP is kind of like a bedroom pop indie type of sound. Great, great first Project. um, And she, one of the first shows that I saw her at, or the first opportunity that I had to see her, this, this is, this is why I enjoy her so much. Cause she's so much herself that she can't help it. Like, you know, yeah, there's yeah. some people that put on a facade as a, right. This, this girl is it, just, I don't play know.
0: But play a character or, yeah,
1: or, you know, whatever. She
0: just, she is
1: who she is. And I don't know how mm-hmm. else to put it. So the reason that I, I ended up going to that show and this is how you know this is good marketing or whatever you want to call it. So the video itself is her walking into the background or walking into the camera. Uh-huh. And uh, she she's walking and she turns her face to the camera and she starts talking gibberish. And it's the gibberish that the people from uh, what's that game called from Nintendo where you can you know, create your own house and it's little creatures and stuff. Oh, uh, Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing. Mm, yeah, so yeah. she's talking like the gibberish that they oh, talk. Okay. And then there was the dialogue box, uh, exactly like the game itself. So yeah, like, yeah. So she's talking about the show and everything. It was just <clears throat> kind of like a cool little thing, you know, for the people that enjoy uh, Animal Crossing itself. Like, it, <laughs> That's it, cool. It got people kind of hyped up. So it was a Halloween show, and I got to see her perform at this place called The Spell. And that place, oh, man, that place fucking reeks. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> reeks like what? rotten eggs like is there a gas leak in there no it's dude it's one <laughs> is it maybe, the people? maybe we no no it's oh. not the people but dude if we ever go to a show there i mean if i could find something i don't know how long you'll last
0: <laughs> hey i'm down
1: to try it let's yeah. see what happens We just go down there and then you know possibly pass
0: out and <laughs> have a medical emergency hey man i'd be down yeah it'd <laughs> be so, a great story for the podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh she played at this place called the smell which is kind of like a Uh, hole-in-the-wall venue that it's... it's I feel like it's a rite of passage for bands to go through there because it's all community run, so a lot of people that operate the place are just passionate about music, and it's not really so much about I think the money itself as it is about creating a place for people to play in Los Angeles that might not have a chance to go play, at say, like the Echo or the Moroccan Lounge or whatever. So she plays there, and it's a Halloween show, and she's dressed up as the guys from Devo with the house plant, like the you ever seen what Devo looks like? Yeah, yeah, okay. So they have, like, these pyramid houseplant hats that they mm-hmm. wear. They had the whole getup and everything, and uh, they opened with the Devo song, and then they played uh, some music from Talking Heads, which uh, she had the fucking giant ass coat, like David Byrne, I think is his name, um, dancing like that person. But then she also played her own music, and it was just, like, a great night, because it, it's, like, uh, it's somebody that is fully invested in other people's music for her to enjoy Devo and, and uh, the talking heads and then also her own music. Like it it was just fun consistently throughout the show. And I've seen her a few other times, but that was my first personal experience and with her and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see her get her music played on TikTok to see uh, that song, seven weeks and three days used and chopped up and remixed and done all Done in different ways for people to share with their videos and stuff. And now we're at the fucking we're at the climax, which is the debut album, which is now in 2024. This album just came out last week on Wednesday. I'm not sure what day that actually was, but
0: uh that would have been the tenth. The
1: tenth, right. Yeah. So, so the cutting edge. Right. And she's played with a lot of great bands. <sighs> she played with this group called Deathlands who just signed to Epitaph Records. So, you know,
0: she's hitting the right Notes. Oh wait, I'm wrong on the date. It was the third today. To this week is the tenth on Wednesday. Oh, okay, the third. So, so yeah. So it'll basically be when this comes out on Thursday for on Heady FM. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna go out basically tomorrow for for this for the podcast version. But we will be less than a week. It'll be out for less than a week, so we're on like the cutting edge of yeah yeah we're on, it. we're on it we're yeah. on top of shit
1: yeah so uh, again it, she's been playing with <clears> a lot of great groups uh, Death Lens who <clears> is <throat> another local band here in Southern California that I mean was playing a lot of shows here they got featured on NHL the the soundtrack itself and then they signed Epitaph Records which you might know for Brett Gerwitz like the uh goddamn it what's Bad Religion <clears> and yeah, all yeah. those all that um so like they're 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 playing with the right groups. The music is, is there. The Spotify listeners is 1 million. Okay. The plays are... So it's all happening and she's yeah. doing it all herself. She is wholeheartedly somebody that is of the belief that things should be independent. As as you see with the, the graphic for the album art is solely done by her. Yeah. She writes the music. Um, plays the music, obviously. And now now everything's just starting to fucking line up like everything's happening so now we get to experience that journey by listening to this album so let's let's fucking get to it
0: hell yeah so now that we got a little bit of the backstory let's go ahead and uh, take a look at the first track here first track whoops i already started too early my bad <laughs> first track is gonna be called poppy and this is off of Young Gatita's debut album, Shoelace in a Knot. If you're on the podcast version, now would be the time to pause it, go listen to it, and then come back. But if you're not and you're on the Heady FM version, here we go. Yeah, I think, okay, so this is just a mental note for uh,
1: maybe we should just mute our own mics and let it go for a couple seconds so that you know where the timestamp is to
0: chop that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I got, I got, I know what I'm doing. All right, cool, yeah. All right, so here we go. Young Gatita. Poppy. All right, that was Poppy by Young Gatita, the opening track of the album. What'd you think about that?
1: Uh, so right now I'm trying to look
0: up uh what the California flower is. Have, have you heard... Okay, so just... You haven't heard this album yet, right? No, I haven't. Okay, all right, neither have I. I, so, I
1: only heard one of the songs I think she released as a single, which was Whiplash, and if, maybe one other one, but... Okay, there's 10
0: tracks, so basically... I haven't heard any of it. This is the first time for me hearing it. And you basically haven't heard it either. So. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't think it's a coincidence that she named the first track off the, what I believe to be the California's flower,
0: which is the California pop. You mean like the official state of California flower? Yeah. I think it is. Yeah. It is the poppy. California poppy. So that can't be
1: a coincidence, right? That she. No that she chose that title and uh i mean uh so this track it's (laughs) and this isn't to say this is accurate anything but this is just my own personal experience with just listening to the song right now is um it made me think of this game on the super nintendo called yoshi's island 2 Mm. super mario world and there's this uh there's this level, or actually, it's it's multiple levels. I think it's when you're in the cave region. Mm-hmm. There's like this shimmery sound, yeah, yeah, that you can kind of hear both in this and also. So it's it's very. Um,
0: how do I say it's it's kind of a. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's nostalgic. Yeah. It's warm. It's right. And it's, it's reminiscent of that 16 bit fucking sound that mm. we used to get in those Nintendo games, but it's modern. It's not, it doesn't sound. I mean, listen, that was just MIDI fucking whatever keys making that noise on, on the Yoshi game. But this is obviously the modern better sounding version of that. Yeah. uh, But yet it's original too. Like I, you know, this, it it reminds me of that. Yeah. I, I agree with you completely. <clears throat> I think this was a solid song to open up the thing with. There wasn't a lot of words. No, just kind of, a- it was just kind of like easing you into, I think the words that she did say were forever is just a moment or something to that effect. If right? Not forever for, it's not forever for a moment. Yeah. So. Meaning
1: that, uh, things come and go. Right. Uh, and I'm guessing po- like a poppy flower, poppy flowers go come for a season and are gone just as quickly. So, yeah, I mean, there's not really much to say other than the, the track is enjoyable. It is uh, just kind of warms you into the album itself. So there's no score. I'm not going to give it a score. I'm just kind of uh, we're just talking about our own personal experiences with the track at the moment. But you know, yeah. once, once we actually hit a song that has lyrics and you know, all that yeah, stuff, yeah. then we can, we can, we can further delve into the music itself. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do you got? All right. So, so uh, we got track number two. It's called reckless. All right. And we're going to play that right now. All right. That was reckless by young Gatita and God damn. That was a good ass song, man. Dude, That was fucking great. That was fucking Awesome. That's definitely, okay, this is going to sound stupid because it's barely into 2024, but that is the best song I've heard all year. Yeah. And and maybe even all of last year, too. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. That was pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. That fucking line, oh, man. When she says, like a charger down the 60 freeway, or our love was reckless, like a charger down the 60 freeway, take the off ramps, hit a few civilians, make it home, and try to drink it all away. Yeah. Fuck, man. That was, that was so good. Yeah, man, you know what? So one
1: thing I have to mention, uh that I forgot to mention was uh-huh. uh the members that comprise Katsuoso's backing band, because he's also a solo artist with the the members accompanying him. Okay. And young, I think it does very much similar where she's also a solo artist that has these same gentlemen that are in Katsuoso. So uh These guys are all equally talented. Uh, So I just want to quickly shout them out. Yeah. Uh, So this is uh, Ernesto, who's also an artist. He's also a performing artist himself uh, who plays lead guitar. David Lopez, that guy is also really sick on bass. Like, he's probably one of the better bass players that I've seen personally live. Uh, Drums, uh, Christian Garula. Uh, Man, I am probably pronounced that wrong. But anyways... uh, the other gentleman who also is just dope person of the times that I talked to him, his name's Gil and he plays the keyboards or the, the synth and also uh-huh. rhythm guitar. But yeah, all these guys collectively are equally as awesome as uh, young Atita. So just wanted to bring that up. So people know that, uh, you know, it. in order to make an album sound as good as it does, you need just as many great people to create the sound of Young gatita, so yeah. You know, shout outs, shout outs to them. So
0: yeah, exactly. And 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 it's very nice being able to support a talented group of individuals that are also from the same geographic area we are. Yeah, you know, local Southern California. I mean, we we reviewed some other stuff from some but other stuff has been people that aren't from around here. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah. but I just, it's just nice to have a group that's from here. Yeah, and to be able to support them. I mean in what little way we can or what uh, yeah you know, what, what, what minimal way that we would actually hey man who's, bring sitting, who's but I'm fucking just,
1: sitting down and talking about this album like we are I mean, ah, who knows but yeah. i'm just glad we are at least doing it yeah. you know so uh and just also quickly note there's two <clears throat> other things i had to quickly mention yeah, so written ahead. and produced by valentina zapata which is the last name of uh young <sighs> atita mm-hmm. is her her real name so mm-hmm. she did write and produce this album so she's Doing a lot of the work. Doing the work. A lot herself, but I mean, not without the help of her band, who also contributed to the album. Uh, and then mix, it, mix and Mastered by Zach Tuch, or took mm-hmm. Tuck. It's C-H, so I don't know. I'm not sure if the Could go either case, way. Yeah, we'll Could see. Could go either way, who knows? Uh, engineered by Gil, who is the synth-slash-rhythm guitar guy and Blue Dot Recording. So just while we're at it, we might as well give the credits... Uh, for some of the, tr- uh, yeah. for, the for, for the people that worked on it. So man, I really fucking love this track. Um, I think it's nice that there isn't an allusion to whether this is male or female. Mm-hmm. Cause if you're going to play this song and you can put it on a playlist for somebody that you love or, uh, are are on a break with, <laughs> as one would say, yeah, you, you want to, I mean, if they have, if they're lucky enough to have hazel eyes and, you know, There's no descriptors about the person themselves, so it's like, oh, you could give this song to somebody. They have hazel highs. You can, you could could kind of. I got hazel eyes. You could play this song to me. Yeah. All right. Um. So. Yeah, I I love the lyrics. The thing that kind of sold me was the riff that happens at the chorus when it's like, oh yeah, yeah. That uh, dude, I don't so. From previous stuff she's done with the the first EP that she came out with, which, which was called Over You, mm-hmm. um, that this is so much different from that sound back in 2020. This is so much more uh, sharpened and it's more on the rock side. It almost feels like it's on the 90s like rock type of sound Uh, yeah it's a little bit grungy it's It's a little grungy it's it's
0: almost even a little bit punky at times yeah and and i I like
1: that shit man yeah so uh again the lyrics are really fun that part about the charger driving down the 60 yeah that was cool. i don't know why but
0: i'm like
1: 60 freeway oh my god she mentioned a freeway that we uh
0: (laughs) that we we know we know oh my god (laughs) landmarks Hey man, it's that, what is that? Cheap pop of uh, yeah. shouting out the local oh, like area. Foley, yeah. Dude. yeah, it's like a big foley.
1: Hey, it sure is great to be here on the 60, 60 freeway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
0: And everybody All loses their shit. Yeah, yeah. it's
1: like uh, the the fucking, uh, there was actually even a more specific example with a rock in Toronto when he was oh, yeah. rock. Oh my God, he said Toronto. Hooray. <laughs> and he's like flailing his arms around and such. <laughs> um... So there was a part that I was kind of interested in, and maybe I want to hear your thoughts about what what this means, because this song is obviously about a breakup and uh, or. Or it's (laughs) maybe even just about a rocky ass relationship, perhaps. And uh, it's for it's from I imagine it's the perspective of her saying, oh, man, like you're it's so easy to or she convinced herself that the other person was the problem. And do you think the part where she says uh, raised right by mom and dad, now I'm looking back through that photo stack of broken glass and rings in a sewer, bloody sleeves stain in the future. So is that kind of a self-reflection that she's in denial that maybe she was the one that was problematic and that, looking back at those photos, like, oh, you know, my life was good, or so I thought, and now it's all these problems that I'm starting to realize about myself in my youth, uh, retrospectively, like, now it's coming to the surface in this relationship. Do you think that's what it could mean, or is there?
0: Yeah, I think it could could mean that. What what do you, what do you? I I kind of think that it's talking about saying, hey, no matter what your previous history is right obviously raised right by mom and dad so it, irrespective of that i'm still looking at this these photos and the broken glass and the i'm assuming the rings meaning you know engagement, engagement or whatever right being thrown in the trash essentially by mm. you know being thrown in the sewer so now she's looking back at that and just going like oh man and then bloody sleeves stain the future i mean that could mean a lot of different things it could mean that this is a scar or this is uh this damage is going to be with me forever like my my stain my sleeves will be stained permanently because of this issue. So whether it was because of your past history or whatever happened, we together now just had this issue. And it's gonna it's gonna carry on for me to the future. It's is what so, it seems so like. So
1: is is it is it of the vein of like wearing your heart on your sleeves? It's a metaphorical. Yeah, thing except that instead it's, of it's, it's
0: it's 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 wearing your damage on your we're, sleeves. We're, basically, yeah.
1: all your all your issues are now. Do we dare say that there is even maybe a darker meaning to it, and saying that it was self inflicted yeah, harm? Yeah, oh, yeah,
0: right. I was thinking that too, because yeah. obviously sleeves. If you're you know if you're gonna do some sort of cutting cutting or whatever, I mean, yeah, that's something that. And, and maybe that's what it's alluding to oh man because of this uh i regret all this or whatever and now this is the only way i can feel again is you know to do that I yeah guess. so it could mean a couple different things yeah i mean we're just here tossing out just speculating out ideas you know
1: stuff but it, this is the fun part about doing the show is yeah is um tossing up different ideas of what the meaning could be i mean you could definitely grasp uh what you what the uh, what the artist actually right, needs. Yeah. but even even if we don't uh, we don't hit the the nail on On the the board uh, it's still fun to even go and just see where our mind
0: wanders that that and that's what's so great about music in general is it's subjective so yes while the artist has a meaning behind their words obviously Mm -hmm. to them the meaning is clear but just like when you're reading Shakespeare in school. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he had a fucking idea of what he was trying to say. But now here, 200 years or whatever, how many hundreds of years later? Uh, we got to have a, a translator f- tell us what this means in the same language that we currently speak.
1: Hey, man, there's who knows how many den- denominations, Christian denominations. Oh, right. Uh, so everybody can interpret the Bible differently. So yes. The same could be said about verses for,
0: for music. Uh, for yeah. Music, right. and, and that's where it's, it's cool to do this, where we get to sit here and say what. We can speculate on what the artist meant, and but we can def- definitely say, this is what it means to me. This is how I interpret it. Yeah. And that's what's cool to see. And it would be cool one of these days to get one of them on to do you know, an interview or whatever, but also just kind of yeah. go into the lyrics and see, hey, what did you mean? by this kind of stuff and what was your what were your thoughts behind it and this is what we thought yeah and then we can compare notes and see you know how off we were how off we were yeah (laughs) i mean i don't think we're far i don't think we are either but yeah you you never know
1: anyways yeah this song i mean dude this thing sounded we're listening on you know headphones for specifically for like podcasting i believe but yeah nonetheless you can already tell it sounds just the sound itself of the music crispy man it's fucking good
0: well these are these are studio you know quality yeah. headphones all right they're not yeah. the, the, the but nice ones i talk ones. about the music itself oh yeah, but yeah it still sounds great yeah you know coming through these headphones yeah so i don't know yeah but anyways all right so all right. you want to go to the next one yeah let's, all right let's. so the next track track number three is called other so this is other by young Gatita. all right that was other by young Gatita. man that was that was a th- the third track slowed it down a little bit i did really like that i don't know if it's called chip tune or whatever that shit is at the beginning that little those little bing 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 bing. that was fucking cool i like that yeah what did you think uh so the melody
1: itself um there were parts i wasn't I think it was during the ly- uh, the verses that I was like eh, the melody's kind of meh but then when it gets to the chorus is where the more interesting yeah. part happens uh melodically but the lyrics themselves I thought were uh I I, I enjoyed them quite a bit cuz this is something I think that uh I mean, whether you experience this as a child or as an adult, like uh, being gaslit by your own family about how you feel about yourself, or yeah. how you be how you feel about family, and they're saying, "Ah, oh, no, it's not. That's not the case." Or, "Shut up, you don't know what you. are What do you know? You're, <laughs> um, you're just some dumb kid." Yeah, I you mean, know. shit. Like I've experienced that myself, where as an adult or even as uh, a child, that um, questioning questioning anything as far as like religion goes made me the devil. So in the, yeah. the, the, the part about being the other child or the black sheep, I'm like, yes, I, I identify with that. Cause I was very much like not with religion in my family, not to say yeah. that we're hardcore Catholics or anything like that. But when the subject of something like that comes up, it's kind it's not a pretty situation, especially when I'm somebody on the other side and I have my own questions and shit. So this song talking about, being the other child, um, I think a lot of people are going to probably enjoy this song for the lyrics. Uh, and this song, I believe, feels more nostalgic to what Young Atita was in 2020 or 2019 Yeah, when, when her first EP came out. And uh, it, it is kind of nice, her revisiting like that type of sound in this track. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to get more of that, but in either case, like I, I've been enjoying these last three songs. I think they've
0: all been great. Uh, so, what, what did you? What do you got? So, I I really thought this, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, but the the section on the second, I guess it'd probably be the the middle third of the song. The middle third of the song, uh, right after the first or the second chorus. I think <laughs> she uh, she goes on about how oh I you know I can see it now. I'm riding that I'm riding with the new crowd right? And earlier she was talking about running through the streets and shit. She regrets those parts of her. So it's kind of seems, oh, you got in with a new, better crowd. You're no longer a a hood rat running around with your, doing hood rat shit with your friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But there's this section where she's talking about, or she says, so why am I the devil for burning down the picket fence when I'm just trying to run from the problems that you served up on my plate? To me, I feel that's a what's a commentary on socioeconomics in in growing up at least. And she obviously grew up in some type of situation. A, a lower end situation than what would be probably ideal in terms of socioeconomics. And it's like, Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going around burning down the picket fence, but why are you mad at me? I'm just, I'm just dealing with the problems you gave me. I can't have that. So now I'm lashing out for whatever, you know, the, not theoretically, what is it in uh not hyperbole. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? For what? Uh It's like something that is... A met- oh, metaphor. You're metaphorically burning down picket- the picket fence because you're lashing out against what the Matrix essentially has programmed you into believing is, oh, you need this white picket fence, 2.5 children, blah, 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 blah. You need to make this amount of money. And obviously, in this song, it seems like the perspective was that oh they didn't get the opportunities to to have that so now they're lashing out and they're burning down the streets now they're now they have moved on from that they've they've maybe grown up and maybe said ah you know what maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't have did that having a little bit of regret for those things but I still think it's a very interesting line saying hey. You're the one that fucked me in this situation. You put the problems, you gave me these problems of having no money or you know, no opportunities or whatever. So don't be mad at me. You know what I'm saying? So hmm. a devil child flashing the little things they've made me. That gets repeated a lot. Oh, it's it's yeah, I'm the devil child, but you made me this way. Yeah. You did this to me. Yeah. I, I
1: would I would go of a different uh route and mm-hmm. say Maybe aside from the socioeconomic thing that maybe it's just the family unit itself wasn't a supporting, supportive or caring or loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's a byproduct of maybe unhealthy relationships. Yeah. And maybe the crowd she wasn't, she was running with as far as friends go, weren't all that health, healthy with, for her. But she doesn't regret that either because that was just a part of her life in the past and you know, if she's in a better place now, it's only because mm. she went through those hard times, you know? Yeah. And uh, man, there's something about, <laughs> there's something about reading lyrics and these references to, and maybe this is just my own personal experience, but maybe you can speak to it too. The, uh, the, the line, the verse about, running through the streets 7th heaven was playing on the television oh, yeah, set oh yeah so this speaks to i think this song would speak to like millennials that oh, yeah. probably grew up in suburbia or even just maybe just american life in general for p- kids in the 90s which i am the product or i am one of those people so hearing that in lyrical form it just it makes me think back to those days when like you know friday would come on uh, yeah, TGIF yeah. on fucking oh, yeah. ABC, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have like the Wayne's brothers on fucking, oh man, on, yeah, on on the
0: WB, on the
1: WB, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it just it's fun thinking about back then or whatever, and uh, yeah. So I'm curious about the choice of other as as if like one letter is, oh, maybe I'm I'm looking in, into this too much, but. It says other always told me as if to leave off that like yeah. or M, maybe I know it's not father, but like it's saying it's not specific
0: to the parent. Yeah. It's saying it's possibly or, both. Or it could also be other, meaning it's not my real mom telling me this. It's maybe a step parent oh, or right, something. Yeah. So it's being referred to as other because that, that the saying is mother always told me. Right. That's and that's what she yeah. But it's other always told me. It's so, an omission. It's, right. Or maybe she was adopted and this is this. You're not my mom, but you're, yeah. you know you're my adoptive parent. Yeah. I guess. Uh, who knows? But just
1: an interesting choice to, because compared to the other use <clears throat> of it, other being the other child that she sees herself yeah. as the one being ostracized from her family.
0: But uh, yeah, or maybe it was a sibling. Other was a sibling. Yeah. Other Always told me, you know, it was my, it was my older or younger sibling or who knows. You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, just the omission of
1: possible letters to either say it was mother, brother, sister, or the other thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just it, that that to me is interesting. But uh, What
0: Seventh Heaven was on what? In the late nineties, early two thousands? Yeah, it was on WB. Man, guy I played baseball with actually was on that show. Oh, he was? Yeah. Was he one of the bad influences? Uh nah, he was like one of the kids that came from the outside. I think they adopt I don't know if they adopted him or something, like the main family. Oh yeah. But I mean, he was on that shit for a while.
2: Mm. It'd
0: be interesting to talk to him. I wonder I wonder if he would fucking know. <laughs> want to come on and talk not on the music one but you know whatever but anyways i just thought that was funny because seventh heaven man that was a that That was was a that was a popular show that was a staple for most people's house man yeah uh,
1: fridays or whatever it came on yeah all right this song i so this is a song i actually heard for song four okay armchair this one uh yeah, this, is, was, this was released as a single, mm-hmm. so I have heard it, but we're going to listen to it as if it were the first time. Well, actually, it will oh, be I mean, the first time uh, for yeah. you, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is the first time. So, all right, here we go. So this is Armchair by Youngatita. All right, that was Armchair by Young Gatita. You know, I have you to say. You know something, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah. No, I, I, I think if they ever made a second Scott Pilgrim movie, these yeah. songs would fucking go amazing. I was about to, dude I was thinking
1: out I was thinking about that on uh on reckless I think yeah oh, uh yeah yeah it didn't, I had click, say, yeah, it didn't yeah. click
0: in my head until this song but then i yeah. th- and I said you know what this would fucking go great yeah in in a sequel or a movie of a similar ilk yeah so since I've already heard it what do you what do you have to say about it i I really fucking enjoyed that song I thought it was fucking cool I thought the the lyrics were great the what is that? The The melody? Is that the backing? Whatever the backing track's called. <laughs> whatever that shit's called. I don't know. The backing track? The, you mean whatever like the actual music is. The the, the instrumenta- instrumentals. Yeah, instrumenta- the instrumentals. Instrumental Yeah, I'm an idiot. I know. Yeah, The, the instrumentals were fucking great. Mm. They really it, and, and this is the thing. It's not where one is greater than the other, right? They both complement each other almost perfectly. Mm. It, the, the instrumentals don't overwhelm the lyrics or the the vocals and the vocals don't overwhelm the instrumentals it's it's almost a perfect
1: yeah melding the, like the lead guitar has that <clears throat> uh that riff the yeah. bee-doo yeah but yeah. They, it's it's just kind of it goes along with the vocals but it's not overpowering it it kind of lets the lyrics it lets the vocals take the forefront when it comes right. to the verses and stuff, and then, then I, obviously it's like you're getting punched in the face with the fucking choruses, yeah, uh, with the armchair uh, chorus, the I'm ankle to this armchair. So, wh- what do you, what do you extrapolate this song means in grand scheme?
0: I think that this song is sort of talking about either addiction or mental illness a little bit. Okay, so obviously i mean the first opening line i've had too much to drink that's why i'm handcuffed to this fucking armchair yeah so or maybe nece- i mean yeah we could take it at face value and say oh yeah she, she this the person got way too drunk and now someone in their family or someone close to them had to handcuff them to a fucking chair <laughs> yeah. so they wouldn't leave yeah. or go do something stupid yeah. out, outside right someone had to yeah. take that decision making process away from them yeah um There's also, and yes, sitting there saying, oh, it's such a goddamn waste of time. And it is. And then, you know, because you're sitting there and it's like, man, I'm trying to get up and run. I'm trying to run from my problems, but I'm also weighed down by them. Being the armchair could represent the problems. I'm handcuffed to it. This is my fucking problem. And I'm trying to run from it, but I can't because it's just, I'm weighed down to it. It's, it's, I'm I'm stuck to it. Mm -hmm. And then there was, uh, you know, talking about, oh, it's it's all inside your head. You know, how could it be? And then. This thing about I got my shoelace in a bag because I'm the dangerous one. I got my shoelace in a bag, right? I kind of feel like that's... So, like, when you go to jail, they give you those fucking shoes that don't have shoelaces so you can't hang yourself. Those little, uh, like, you know, those, uh, not flip-flops, but they're, like, slides, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so... I, they also do that if you get if you get put into the loony bin too. They they take away your shoelaces or they give you shoes that you so, can't so you can't, harm so you can't yourself. hang yeah you can't hang yourself. So I kind of feel like she's like, "Oh, I'm dangerous, bitch. I got my Don't worry. I still got my shoelaces, motherfucker." If I decide to check If out. I decide to say go fuck yourself. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> I'm dangerous. You can't stop me. Yeah. Or I might kill somebody else with them. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe she's going to strangle someone else with them. Who knows? Yeah. But that is very that's very interesting. I think that's I think the song overall was was really good in terms of not just the lyrical content, but the, well, I kind of already said it overall with the instrumentals and the vocals. It just, it just blended very well together. So what else you got? What do you, what do you got? Let me hear your, your
1: thoughts on it, man. So overall, I think the story or the narrative being carried out from the start of <sighs> mm-hmm. the album is starting for me, is starting to come to fruition. There is obviously, <sighs> I can't say it's a vendetta, but there is some fucking hate for some individual or group of people for her family. And it's coming out on this album. Yeah. This is obviously therapy. Oh, yeah. It's very
0: therapeutic. It seems
1: to to just. Why? Like, why are you making an album that is definitely. Directed at somebody, if not to find some kind of catharsis. Not only to get paid for being an artist oh, to, yeah. to make music, but to to make it off of somebody that you fucking hate. Yeah, like, that's that's great.
0: It is great. And we I mean, I support that. That's yeah. basically what we do on all of our podcasts is we hate we hate things. And and it's <laughs> therapeutic for us to talk about how much we hate things. Yeah. And I mean, this is something that I actually enjoy, but it's 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 funny to see someone else doing that. Yeah, there is the narrative here is there is definitely some anger towards some individual or some group who knows
1: and obviously this person i mean i think young tita has made some posts about her own personal life i mean Mm -hmm. she hasn't disclosed everything but she had some issues that she was dealing with i don't know if it was more personal and not so much physical or whatever yeah uh but man the, the kind of the the lyrics that stood out to me the most is the part where she says, it's one thing to call me crazy, but it's just weird. You're the one that raised me a question. I question what I see in front of me. So they obviously don't see this person as a parental or guardian figure because the way they were treated. So it's like, if I'm if I'm the fucking devil or if I'm the problematic child, then yeah. you this couldn't be by my own fucking my own volition this this i'm a byproduct of you so if if anybody's crazy it's fucking you and to me that's where the last line says i question what stands in front of me or i question what i see in front of me yeah is saying like dude you you have no feet to you have no ground to stand on to say i'm crazy and for me the armchair this might uh I mean, I might be missing the mark on this one, but so maybe she's having these experiences where she's just going out and drinking and just having a good time and shit and obviously getting shit faced. But the armchair, I think maybe could be the armchair of a psychologist office that Mm -hmm. you need to go to therapy because you're drinking too much or all this shit or whatever it might be. And she's just questioning, like, how the fuck am I here when the person that provoked all this shit? is just as much a contrib- contribution to why yeah, I am true. the way I am. So I, I, I was mm. probably maybe taking it at face value that she's having these bad nights or these, these uh, she's rehearsing this uh, bad behavior of drinking. And then maybe she, her family is encouraging to go her to go to you know therapy or something. And it's not, it's not effective because the root of the problem is, a family member or some shit like that. But yeah, I, I was taking armchair being that she was sitting in an office and, you know, problems aren't getting resolved because I mean, family, problematic yeah. family members, but also within her self, she, she can't, you know, she can't uh, move on or something because it's partly family, partly herself. And now we're, now we're getting in this fucking out, man, this is crazy. Like it, I swear to God, dude, if, if I was a family member of hers and I was going to do this, <laughs> I'd be like, fuck. Uh, I fucked up. I definitely fucked up. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe they'll never fucking hear it, you know? Just like most of my family members or people I know don't listen to any of our shit. Maybe they don't, maybe you know, maybe they wouldn't ever listen.
1: So, man, the next track is already telling me that maybe it always maybe it only gets worse from here cuz this the next <laughs> track is called Descenda meaning that they're the, the descent descent is, into hell or gonna, somewhere. It's gonna, yeah. It's going
0: <laughs> to continue. All right. Well, <laughs> let's just get right into it. This is descenda by Youngatita. All right. That was descenda Youngatita. man. That song was fucking cool. It started out, you know, kind of whatever. But then once they broke it down into that, into that verse, it picked up when they, when she started quote unquote descending, man, That was fucking sweet.
1: Yeah, so uh, I think in these last three tracks, the escalation, or rather, is it the de-escalate? No, it'd be escalation. But she's descending. Yeah, Uh, she's becoming more unhinged. Mm. Yeah, yeah. In the previous song, it it was there was hints of it throughout the song, but it wasn't. Now it's like full blown. She's out of control. Like, oh yeah. yeah. So, and that's within the last three songs because uh what was it armchair it only appeared i think maybe once or because there was the part let me look it up real quick um
0: shit no i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to slow down all right well here i'll keep talking while you're looking it up but yeah yeah so uh, there there was a couple parts in here that i thought were really fucking cool like i said when she started that whole we're descending thing Mm and it bro- the, the music broke down and just started picking up really fucking heavy, I thought, oh, man, that's cool. And then she's basically just yelling into the... <gasps> what? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, man, she's lost it now. Yeah. Now it's over. So, I mean, I, and and again, we're descending, hold our hair back, I'm not sleeping. Well, then we got to get it, you know? like. It, so
1: what, what do you think is happening in the song itself? Do you think they're on a bender and... Oh, yes, 100%. They're, they're fucking going out and they don't want to go, or she doesn't want to go home because she doesn't want to go back to her family as we've learned yeah in the course of these few songs that her family is problematic to her yeah so she's hanging out with probably her best friend and she's like i want to go home do you like this is this is too much for me like i can't handle all this shit that we're doing she's like no god damn it <laughs> we're gonna stay up until fucking seven whenever morning, yeah we're gonna stay all up till, this dumb till shit. my
0: normal till my family goes to work and then i can come back home and sleep and just be unbothered by them yeah all right so we'll, 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 what else were you oh yeah ask? so so when she's saying about i'll oh, we'll hold our hair back it's it's like okay are they uh Throwing up? Dr- just drinking so it's like nope just hold the hair back we're getting after it yeah we're gonna go drink more we just threw up great now we can go drink more yeah all right um and then like you know she's like where where were my keys there's fog down first street my eyes are blurry Whose turn is it? And I think that's either whose turn is it to drink or whose turn is it to drive maybe? To drive, yeah. And Who's then, sober enough yeah, to drive? Who, yeah, And then well, oh, well, too bad. We just we got to go get it. Hey, where's the keys? Up, oh, yep, we're descending. We're keeping on going down. We're going down. And uh
1: Dude, that whole part, yeah, the part you were talking about where she she just starts getting she just starts erupting where yeah. Whose turn is it? Well, then we got to get it. Where's my keys at? And why is this door lock. Who's this rando? <laughs> yeah. And who's she, this rando, like, Oh yeah. my, fuck. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever been in a hurry and everything just starts falling apart where, you know, whether you're late for work or you need to be on time for something and can't find my keys. Oh shit. I forgot my jacket. Oh, I have to go back to the house cause I forgot to fucking turn off the stove. And you like, yeah. fuck. And you just you start getting worked up and shit. Um, shit. Yeah. The, the songs start off kind of, uh, I mean, Again, there's there's parts of within each of these songs that feel nostalgic to young Gatita and her previous, uh, her previous era of Mm -hmm. music, as one would put it. Uh, But yeah, dude, this is such a harder sound for her. Would I dare say edgy, edgier. Uh, This is an artist going from fucking zero to 120, dude. I I know you haven't had a chance to listen to her stuff previously. Yeah. And it'll be, I, I think you'll be let down by the previous stuff, the previous stuff. Yeah. Cause then going from this to this, uh-huh. you're going to think, ah, well, this just goes harder and it, it it's, it's better. It's better. And it is, it is better. Like this is much like pixel grip have uh, like we've talked about in the past. This is an artist that I think fucking debut album, dude. So this has been in the works. What since 2018. So it's what?
0: Six, six years ago or six, been six, six maybe years? five
1: and yeah, some five months and some change. Yeah. Five and some uh, change that she started working on this project. So it took five years to get to this point, man. And it's been to me, it's been worth every, Every every song that has come from this album that we've gotten to listen to is uh, yeah. it's fucking great and uh, I agree yeah this is this is an artist taking the quantum leap dude going from linear growth to oh, skyrocketing
0: definitely. and I have to say I know that was what was that track number five It's track number five yeah. okay so we're halfway through we've we've gotten halfway through yeah we have six seven eight nine and ten left so we're exactly halfway through and I have to say thus far halfway through. I am extremely sports entertained by the sports fucking outlet,
1: entertained. Oh man. Extremely yeah. sports entertained, sports entertained
0: out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. So far. And all I hope right. it continues. So anyways. <laughs> all right, let's see. What's the next one? Uh, the next track is two SIGS. Oh man. I, I never heard this song, but two SIGS, it's going to be great. Two SIGS by Younga Tita. Here we go. All right. That was Two Sigs, Young Gatita. Now, as an observation that I had while making the song. So we went one through five, slowly ramping up, right? Song number one basically had minimal words, was very kind of slow, easy listening, like about two minutes and some change, right? All the way up until we get to track five, which was unhinged. It was heavy. It was edgy, all that, right? And we slowly ramped up to it over the over the previous four songs. Yeah. I feel like. Now, track five, now we've had intermission, quote unquote. Okay. Intermission. Intermission. Yeah. Pause. Now we've come back from intermission and now we have another song that's easing us back into it. It's that song was also short. was very easy listening yeah it's something like a interlude where it's like the song it's you know it's the song itself right it's uh it's a holdover for the next thing it's like a bridge yeah to to the next arc yeah and it's getting it's getting you back into the into the zone i guess
1: yeah and we cover different topics like uh issues within the family uh a lost romance i suppose or a, a romance that's on the rocks yeah her realizing she has problems within herself, but also blaming other people. Right. And now we're at this point where it's like, we're coming down from all that shit from the bed. Yes. And,
0: and now it. it's like, here, here's the have a couple cigarettes, cry some more. Yeah. You know, get it all out. Yeah. And this song
1: is relatively simple. The lyrics are repetitive. I mean, not repetitive in that they're boring or anything. It's just, it, the song is simple. Like it's, yeah. it's got, it's got one set of verses, the chorus, and then it just repeats again. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that's bad. Mm. I think that when you look at, it's it's when you look at the overall narrative of the whole story. Yeah, it makes sense right here to put that in to do that to do this little interlude or bridge to to the next story arc. We kind of went through this first story arc, mm-hmm. and again, who knows? Maybe we're maybe we're just talking out of our ass here. No, I mean, we're having fun. We're just, oh, I we're agree. Just, we're I'm, just, just, yeah. I'm not saying, I don't know if we're right or not. It yeah. would just be interesting to find out yeah. if that's kind of the thought process that, that they had when crafting the album. Cause that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. And whether it was intentional or not, almost really is irrelevant because it, it, it plays out that way. Yeah. It plays out that way. And it works yeah. in my opinion so far. Yeah.
1: I got to say, <clears throat> I know we listened to a lot of great tracks already, but this one, I think to me, is maybe one of my favorites. Cause actually the whole, the whole fucking thing's good, but yeah, I really enjoy this track because, uh, this one to me has commercial appeal. Like this could be on television and it mainly it's the, it's the riff and like the backing vocals are like, do 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 do. It's that, it's yeah. that little segment of the song that I think has potential for being plugged into some fucking who the fuck knows, uh, high school drama yeah, honestly See, this is like the theme this is song the perf- this is perfect shit this is yeah. like you plug it into a scene where some girl i don't fucking know is uh having a hard time at school and you just drop it in it's it's just it fits It it it, it works in so many scenarios and i think this song to me has probably the greatest potential for commercial appeal just because uh the instrumentation. And it's funny because we've gotten a song, uh, the last couple songs have been lyric heavy and this yeah. one's just more simplified. And, right. Yeah, because we've, we've gotten a lot of that. Not to say I'm complaining or anything, but it, yeah, yeah. it was a nice break. It was a nice right, break. Right, yeah. yeah,
0: like I said, it's a it's a gap. It's a bridge to, okay, you're coming down from the from the heaviness, and now you're getting this little bridge, and now we're going to get back into it. We're going to ease back into it again. And I did like the little sound effect of the lighter trying to light up the whole, like, yeah, that was, cool, yeah. that was cool. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's like you're trying to light it, and you're like, God damn it, why, why is this lighter not working? Yeah. So, so. we're on song number
1: seven, and uh, this one, this is an interesting title. So <laughs> this, okay, so this, t- I haven't looked at the lyrics or anything, but just based off the, Title: I'm guessing the relationship has been amended, Mm -hmm. because you know, like when girls are like, "Oh, you have your eyebrow, like you have this hair." Oh yeah, like they pick pick at your face, right? Right. So this to me signifies that maybe, potentially, I'm predicting that we're gonna get whoever she's involved with in this album that they're 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 on the men's or something like that.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a prediction as well. Okay. Because to me, pick at your face also what meth heads do. Pick at your face? They pick, it, they pick at themselves. Like You know, they got all scabs and shit because they can't, they constantly pick at themselves. Oh, okay. So either she does that thing where you're talking about yeah. or they do meth in this next song. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll just wait and see. It's too, it's too far. <laughs> is it too far well, I don't know. or is it, it not far yeah, enough? Well, yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah, all right, let's, let's fucking <laughs> Anyways, let's get right. to song. Pick at your face. Possibly meth. I don't know. <laughs> by Young Gatita. <laughs> all right. That was... Pick at your face, young gatita. All right, that was not what I I thought it was. What would you think of? Well, what what was it then? What do you, what do you think it is now? Okay, so there was a part where she
1: talked about. The, <clears throat> I thought I had an aha moment when she was talking about. Um, oh yeah, I heard you. You went. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something about the city having a sermon and also going to church. Yeah. I was thinking, okay, because when you go to church, your parents usually pick at your face, like, oh, let me lick my finger and get. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got in your face yeah. or part your hair right, yeah, or yeah. whatever. So I thought maybe it was something along those lines, or it was the relationship thing when when your your significant other starts grooming you. Uh-huh. I thought it was gonna be one of those two things. Now I I don't know what the fuck this song means. Oh, I know exactly what the fuck it means. <laughs> you better not say fucking meth, dude. It's about meth. No, it's not got <laughs> Okay. It. Think about it. Okay, no, think, just, let's
0: let's just let's just Let's logically think about this, okay? The song opens with It's been 3 whole days since I've slept. What happens when you do meth? You don't sleep for days on end, right? Insomnia. <clears throat> it's insomnia, dude. Come on. It's it's insomnia. You think it's insomnia? I do. Believe- Dreams are real life. I can't decide what I like. Okay. If you're not sleeping, the dreams you're having are hallucinations because you're on meth. <laughs> so, I mean, that's you. You like that. What do you like better? Meth dreams, meth, meth hallucinations or sleep. You could probably just have or, just or real life
1: delusions with insomnia as well. I mean, shit. Tyler Dirt in Fight Club, dude.
0: Yeah, but that was also, you know, schizophrenia <laughs> as well. Yeah, but he also had insomnia. I mean, I guess that's true. But. Also. when When she's talking about. She's looking in the mirror. Yeah. I'm looking at the bathroom mirror and then that's what the bathroom mirror's telling me let me pick at your face. Like she's looking at herself in the mirror. Oh, and she's like like picking at her own face. Like yeah. do whatever, you know, meth meth pickings. I I I imagine. Meth pickings. <laughs> <laughs> and sure. I could be completely wrong. And I'm sure I've been wrong on a lot of things that we've analyzed and the lyrics we've talked about in uh, across multiple episodes. But this That's what reviews. I will not. I will die on this. Hill. But I do feel <laughs> that that's what this song is about. All right. Or maybe not meth, but some sort of amphetamine like drug that keeps, could even be caffeine, perhaps. Maybe she's on, because the other secondary meaning that I'm getting from this, if it's not meth, is that, cause she's talking about leave your pack on, we're playing dead, it doesn't matter, you gotta climb the ladder in your Sunday's best, right? Meaning you got to climb the corporate ladder. You got to go to work. She's going to work. She's working fucking three jobs. The Matrix. That's why she hasn't slept in three days because the Matrix has trapped her and she can't sleep because she's literally going from caffeination to caffeination, job to job. And it's like, dude, I'm on so much caffeine right now. I can't even fucking sleep. I'm just going to fuck out.
1: Just trying to get
0: by. I'm just trying to get by. But now, fuck, I already got to get up and go to work again. Yeah. And then that's when she's like, oh, I see myself in the mirror. Like, oh, I got to pick up my face to fix my fucking... Let me put this makeup right. Let me fucking fix my hair. You know, whatever, because it's been three days since I've slept, since I've been working nonstop. Yeah, that's that's the secondary meaning. I would like to think that I'm right about the matter, but <laughs> uh, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, the song, <coughs> man. You know, there's something about the uh, it's the it's the effect is called flanger, but it sounds it's got a flangy quality to it, like, mm. and maybe. It's not, it's not the country twang but there is a twang to the guitar okay that it kind of gives off like a uh a, like a Nickelodeon vibe like a quirky oh, sound yeah. like yeah, the guitar yeah, okay. itself and it, it kind of exists in in a lot of the songs that you hear yeah, so, yeah uh to me if there was a way to personify that it's kind of like a tongue-in it feels like tongue-in-cheek like this is a quirky album it's serious it's 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 comedic. It's dramatic. It's it's both things. But the guitar makes it feel funny. I su-
0: yeah, f- funny in some way. Like yeah, yeah. you know you know, okay. This song, if they made a live action version of Rocco's Modern Life, Rock- I feel Rock- like yeah. this fucking song at the beginning yeah. of it. I feel like this would be the song yeah. at the beginning, like the theme song. Yeah, because it's talking about oh man, I'm just if if it is the truly the going job to job thing, yeah. and I can't sleep because that's Rocco's Modern Life right there, man. Yeah. Speaking of Nickelodeon, you know, yeah, <laughs> uh, a
1: cartoon from the 90s, if anybody's familiar. Indeed. Yeah. Maybe- so we're, we're, we're reaching the uh, the end of the album. We're getting close to it. So the next song that we got lined up is Crack of Your Jaw. So that's not very promising. No, it's definitely not. That sounds like some bad shit's about to go down. Yeah. Uh. So this is the eighth track that we're going to listen to from the album yeah yeah so let, let's let's play it let's all right here we go this well, is I hope, I hope some crazy shit doesn't <laughs> happen
0: i kind of hope some crazy shit does happen <laughs> here goes crack of your jaw young gatita all right that was crack of your jaw by young gatita that sounds fucking good too man those i like that i enjoyed it i, I like the difference in variations of it it kind of went back and forth between a little bit of that slow and then it went, it it went back up again. And then it did that little flangey thing like you're talking about. That was fucking cool. Yeah. There, uh, so this song got, there was a bridge portion of the song where
1: it gets really heavy and it turns, it turns into, uh, I think what this genre is called is shoegaze. And it was like the, the riffs kind of got hazy and, and, and distorted. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, this is badass. So, Man, so for all the songs, the instrumentation and the, the melodies have been fucking super tits. Uh, super tits, man. Yeah. Um, this song. OK, so I wonder if it is alluding to life punching you in the face, like getting cracked on the jaw by life, because it's very nihilistic. Yeah, it's talking about it's coming for you. Like life hey. itself is coming. Like you think you got it. Yeah. You think some, somebody else, if somebody else is telling you that they have it under control, that everybody has it figured out and you're saying, oh, that's horseshit. Wait till you get hit by uh, life itself with something like, you know, maybe a family member passing your wife yeah. dying, or maybe you end up in a car accident. Maybe you get some kind of illness. Like nobody has life under control, I guess you could say, but
0: what were we going to Well, I was going to say, yeah, I definitely think that, It's like, hey, it's there's that thing. It's like, oh, hey, hot. You think you're hot? Shit, nah, bitch. You better run. You get your ass whipped. Yeah, and life is gonna fuck you up just like everybody. Like no one's exempt. Mm -hmm. You're getting fucked up every 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 time, no matter what. Yeah, and I I did. I was trying to figure out what they meant by Saturn roars. I don't know if that's something to do with the astrology. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. It's got to be something to do with that. I I figure
1: maybe a Saturn is kind of the the position. Whatever its position is not a good sign for certain people I think whatever mm-hmm. your sign is yeah that if you're, the moon is the rising thing that it's bad times for you possibly that's what that's what I was maybe yeah that's it's
0: definitely negative it's not a good thing yeah yeah <laughs> uh it's definitely bad
1: unless we're just kind of missing it maybe it's some kind of greek mythology thing that the position of saturn is
0: who, Could who be the be that fuck knows, i mean dude. when i googled it Mm -hmm. what comes up is I I guess Saturn's rings actually do make a roaring noise. So I don't know if that's some, if that's potentially maybe they're alluding to that as well, or Uh, it's just something more metaphorical
1: than rather than literal. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Dude, I got to say, so we've listened to a few albums in, in, in the past, which was, Twin Temples, God is Dead, Genesis, yeah. Wusu with the Struggler and Munya. Yeah. uh I don't know, man. This this thing, like, it, it, there hasn't been a bad song, yeah, on this album as we reach, we get, we get towards the end. And I don't know, man. I'm already kind of deciding what the numbers already going to be in my head.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so am I. I think I might have already decided. I don't know. Yeah, I, that, I, I, <sighs> but I. I, I I got, it, got to hear it out. We got to hear the, the last two songs. I mean, you already heard Whiplash, right? You said so. Yeah, I heard Whiplash. Because so, it was one of the
1: other singles that was released. Yeah, yeah. so
0: you already know what that's about. So the number yeah. in your head's probably pretty fucking close. Mm. And then whatever the last song is will just determine whether it's confirmed or not. Yeah. So anyways, you got any more to say about this song? Um, No, but
1: it doesn't seem as though... There's no hopefulness to this album so far. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's there, all bleak. There's a, yeah, it's very bleak and melancholic, but it's been enjoyable all the way through. As I said before, it. The, I will credit Young Gatita for being a fucking excellent storyteller. Yeah, and the lyrics, man, because, it's being again being somebody that is a millennial that grew up in the times in which the song is talking about it. I'm sure sh- some of these songs are written from the perspective of being, uh, either a child or an adolescent and talking about like the freeways that we, he- we hear in yeah. Southern California ride or drive through it's talking about seven, it's such a fucking random thing, but it's just weird hearing that. Cause it's, it's a show I haven't, it hasn't crossed my mind in quite some time and yeah. to hear it in, in song form is interesting. And then, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of wit in this the music itself too to talk about problems in the form of breakfast that you're that, <laughs> like, yeah. there's just so many great things. Like I, I can't, it's very clever and and it's all served up with the great fucking music. Like the melody, the melodies are always interesting in each song. So um, yeah, so we're getting towards the end of it. And the, the, the song that we're going to hear is Whiplash. Uh, which is the ninth track of the album itself. So,
0: yeah, that's right. So, this will be Whiplash, Young Gatita. All right, that was Whiplash, Young Gatita. Man. That song was fucking great. And you know what's funny? We just talked about how bleak it was. And now that song up. was hopeful. <laughs> it's like she had found a new person. Yeah. And she's just, hey man, I don't care even if you don't fucking like me. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy you and I wanna sit stick around with you, you know? Yeah. But man, what a fucking great, what a great way to put that as right at the end, man. Yeah. It's this whole thing has just been misery and death and destruction. Well, maybe not death and destruction, but you know, misery and benders and all kinds of horrible shit. Yeah. And now right here before the end, it's, it's face turn, the, you know, the
1: sweet, the sweet embrace of romance.
0: Yeah. Or the beginnings of it, I right. should say
1: it's probably uh, more accurate. Yeah. What, what do you got for you? was there anything as far as like the lyrics that you particularly enjoyed?
0: Yeah, I, I like the part about uh, when she was talking about, oh, you know, I rest my head on the pretty songs you sing. So either it's someone That is some other sort of artist or is an orator of some of some kind, maybe not necessarily singing, but you know, talking and saying things that are pretty that she enjoys and it's okay if you have no interest in me, but you light the cage of butterflies. Watch you be in flutter by set them wild and free, man. That that's just that, that line or not line of questioning. That's the wrong word that, Sequence of lyrics, that's just beautiful. It's evisceration. It's surgical. It's sur- yeah. uh, surgery with fucking the English language. It dude. is. It's. It's. And like I said, the only way I can describe it is beautiful. That. It, yeah. That's just what it's. It's. It's audibly beautiful. I guess. I is, is maybe the right yeah way to put it.
1: I kind of i i like the opening parts of the song. Which it's been some time with this hole deep in my heart. Cross my arms and hunch so no one reaches. It's very childlike to do something like that. Yeah. And there are there have been exhibitions of her being child- 'cause you know in uh songs three, four and five, which would be uh other armchair descenda where yeah. she's just out bursting, yeah, yeah, that is very childlike to just start fucking yeah to lash out essentially to lash out right, and then here we have her in the song talking about just being like you know, like a five-year-old.
0: I'm covering my chest. You can't break my heart. Yeah. You son of a bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, it seems as though she has found somebody that, uh, inspires her that, you know, makes it easier to get through the day. And there is a part where she talks about, uh, I mean, when it comes to romance, I mean, shit, I, I, I bet a lot of people feel, this way about this particular, uh, particular lyric, which is, uh, can you someone so soft could knock some sense into me with you? A couple hours of sleep can whip me into shape. So, you know, I mean, when it comes to love, I, I imagine, I mean, uh, you always see those cartoons and whatever it might be. It could be, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, Bugs Bunny getting kissed by Lola and Space Jam, that the dude just like you know, it's it's like Popeye eating spinach. Yeah. So you just like right,
0: Urgh, right.
2: Urgh, I can take on the world. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> Posit the walk down a journey with me real quick uh, as gonna, I as it, I fucking wax poetically with my theory. All right, is, is you're gonna say it's about meth. No, no, no.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about meth. Wax poetic with me. Okay. What if this song isn't about another person? What if this song is Fight Club, Tyler Durden-esque, and it's about her finally falling in love with herself, being able to love who she is? Because think about it, talking about resting your head on the pretty songs she sings, she sings songs, talking about resting her head on the pretty things she draws, she also draws. Yeah. So what if it's, oh, let me flip through your book, let me see the story that we're on. What if this is her in the third person viewing herself and finally coming to terms and loving and accepting herself. Yeah. Who she is as a person. Dude, that is equally as
1: possible. I mean, the easy route would obviously be to say that there's somebody else that has made her a better person, but that is also equally as possible to say that she is, has some self-awareness that whatever she's changed in her own life uh, is now being exhibited in her art or whatever. And now she's like, Oh, you know what? I feel like I'm getting closer to myself whatever that might be um and you know that would be equally as rewarding to listen to this in this album because a lot of yeah. it again is it's very there's desolation there's sadness there's fucking yeah
0: there's a lot nihilism of, yeah there's a lot of self-loathing yes. essentially in this as well
1: yeah and uh and
0: to to sort of be the almost end cap because we still got one more song yeah which i'm very curious to see where this fucking goes right so to have this be the pre-end cap of, okay, we've gone through all this horrible shit. We've gone on this terrible journey, and now we're finally turning the chapter, turning it's, the page.
1: So do, you, do you think that part where it's, uh, I don't know what it's called, but uh, it's not called chanting. or maybe I don't know what it is, but the part where she says, so you turn the page, it's not over yet, to say that there's still more of the book. To, to be to, written. Right. Yeah. That we still have this journey to go on to. Right. To make it better.
0: Well, or, hey, the story's not over. Yeah. We still got more to go, motherfucker. So let's just <laughs> hold our horses here. Yeah. And just start appreciating ourselves is what I think that this is maybe alluding to. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. <clears throat> um, again. This song hits hits like Man, a freight train, it does. the guitar, the heavy guitars. And uh now, now I can think about what it is that it kind of reminds me of. And it is very much Scott Pilgrim, because the band that actually did the soundtrack for the video game itself is this band called Ammanamagucchi. Mm-hmm. And they do what they call chip chip, chip rock. Ch- yeah, like chip tune. It's called chip shit. rock. So mm-hmm. it's got real instruments, but it's got the synth the, b- the, yeah, yeah. the chip tune sound. Uh, so this song has that. And there is another band that exists that's from the UK. They're called, it's either Cara Cara Bonito or it's Cerro Cero, Cero Bonito. Uh, and they kind of play music of the same vein, hmm. but this, this, this is, this to me might be better. Cause it, it, it does the rock element well, and it does the other thing well too. Yeah, And, but it's all in her vision of the music itself. But yeah, uh, and you know what I will say, too, for I've heard this song before when it was just released as a, a single. So not knowing that this would eventually be on the album itself and in context of the album, it, it sounds so much better because there is again, there is a story that's being told from start to finish. Right. And when you compare it to. Uh, is it Reckless? That was the song about mm-hmm. the relationship that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of fell apart or whatever. I think it was, I think it was reckless. Let me, let me, let me double check real quickly. Yeah, it was, it was reckless. So we have the second to last track being about finding somebody new, or it could be what you said that this is her finding herself to be whole once more or enjoying her own identity or her own self but I'll, I'll I'll indulge myself and say that Whiplash is about romance and, yeah. and finding a new love or whatever. So the second to last track of the album is Renewed Faith and Love or whatever. And then the f- second track itself of the album is about the end of a the opposite of that. Yeah. So it is a mere it feels like a mere reflection. Possibly. I'm just that that's my speculation. That's the part yeah, yeah, that's yeah. speculating.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, it's a sound. It's a sound theory. Yeah. You know. So, all right, let's go ahead. Let's get on with the last fucking song. Pa- pack it up. Pack it up. What a fitting What a fitting last fucking title. Pa- pack, pack that shit up. Pack that shit up. Pack that pack, shit up, B. Pack it up. We're moving on to things that are better. You know, I don't know. But anyways, here, here we are. It is, yeah. yeah, we'll see. This is Pack It Up, Young Gatita. Oh, one more, one oh, more
1: thing. Oh, yeah, good. I do appreciate... Because some of you other pieces of shit artists have not been including your lyrics, which was, you know, Twin Temple. Mm -hmm. So now we get to sit sit here and talk about and analyze the lyrics and have all this content for you to share. So thank you, Young Gatita, for, for not only writing all the lyrics
0: down, but making this great fucking album. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. So anyways, all right, here we go. Pack it up, Young Gatita. All right, that was Pack It Up, Young Gatita. Man, what a great way to end that fucking album! Yeah, God, that that was that was a great fucking song. I kind of feel like that was the this was the preview, and I mean not preview, but the the lead into whatever the next album is gonna be. Because that last that track nine, I think, was the end of the story. Track ten is this is the beginning of the next. Oh, we're packing it up. We're moving on out. We're not gonna go relive the past. We're gonna we're gonna move on now type of deal that's just my opinion what do you you got
1: uh shit well the part where she talks about so this would probably be well i guess would well it was in the verses yeah i try to throw it all the way these days i pack it up and swing it and swing it back behind my head so she's wearing it like a backpack uh or guess, uh,
0: or like one of those b- the bindles, bindles with the homo- like a, ho- <laughs> like a <the> hobo <laughs> sack
1: the hobo sack yeah hobo sack i guess man. i carry a heavy st- I, I don't know why i like this part i guess i carry a heavy stash serves me right for thinking i could pick up everybody's trash like saying that in a relationship or something like a relationship um it doesn't have to be romantic but just talking about when you get involved with anybody that Eventually their burden becomes yours. Yeah. You carry all their shit. Right. Yeah. So it's like, man, maybe I should just fucking slow my role on, on being a fucking doormat or trying to handle everybody else's stuff in addition to my own. Yeah. And then now now it's just fucking full full uh immersion into burnt burn it, burn
0: the yep. motherfucker down. Fuck it. Now we're burning it down. Let's just yeah. fucking get out of here. Yeah. Let's just move along. Yeah. As they and say. then
1: the part, I mean I think I I quite enjoyed the part where she says, uh, and this is just after the part that I was talking about. I can't move forward and can't go back. The world keeps spinning while we're dragging. She just, she's just picking up our slack. It's getting dirty. My hands are charred. The water basin's empty. I can't even make it out that far. But the part that I really liked is I can't move forward and can't go back. The world keeps spinning. Meaning like, it's like, Oh fuck. I will. I picked up this person's trash. I think there's kind of like an environmental aspect to this. Is that maybe, uh, in addition to the relationship, the metaphor of the relationship or burden of other people's relationships. Yeah. That, oh fuck. I'm doing all this shit and it's not making a difference. So fucking might as well let the motherfucker burn. Like, yeah, but I
0: actually thought it was going to end on a happier note and it, and it, <laughs> it didn't. didn't. It yeah. didn't, which honestly was, was a nice, was a nice swerve. Was yeah. A nice swerve there at the end. Um, so, <sighs> All yeah, right. This this album
1: fucking A, hey, dude. Yeah, I mean, okay. Now yeah. now
0: let's let's talk about let's talk numbers. Let's talk numbers let's talk here. Turkey. Let's talk let's talk fucking turkey, buddy. <laughs> what we you you've heard us talk about, you've got the thoughts in your head. Yeah. If you had to put a number on it. Yeah. What's the number you fucking give it? All right. So, in spite
1: of the small criticisms I had for like one song, which I think maybe was other, Mhm. Because of the way the song started off. Uh, but like just the majority of the song was just good itself, right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I'm thinking this fucking album's a fucking 10.
0: You want to know what's funny? Yeah. That's exactly what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to. I was like, man, he's the real critic. I don't, I don't want to fucking influence him by saying what yeah. I think first. So let me hear what he has to say. But I already had the number in my head. This yeah. is a fucking 10. Out of ten, sports entertained. Out of sports entertained, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So the
1: reason I gave it a ten is because from start to finish, I was entertained throughout. Uh, not be not only because the instrumentation, like I mean, everybody fucking does a great job. Like fucking what's his name? Uh, I forget his. Uh, David Lopez, man, the guy on bass, like he's such a great bass player. The guitar riffs were really fucking awesome. That's Ernesto, who's also an artist that you sh- you guys should probably uh, check out if you have the chance to. And then Gil. Gil's kind of like the, the fucking utility player I guess on a be- baseball team. He kind of does a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. So he was doing synth and rhythm guitar, rhythm guitar for uh, the music. And then the gentleman on drums was uh, Christian, who also, I mean, when 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 it comes to Whiplash and with the bomb, yeah. bomb, he's hitting like hitting the fucking bass drum real hard. And, oh yeah, and, and, and it's fucking great, dude. Like everybody did a stand up job on this fucking album. Uh, it made me feel things, maybe think about things. I mean, this is like an album about life itself, dude. Like I. It, I don't know, <laughs> man. The, it, it feels somewhat like there was a there was partial like it, the album was partially a vendetta against somebody mm-hmm, or a family yeah. family member or family members. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, and even like the small gripes that I had, it, they all kind of dissipated because I liked everything else so much. Like the gripes are that's just small nitpicky things that don't really mean anything grand scheme because the whole fucking album is good. They're inconsequential to the
0: bigger picture. Yeah.
1: So that's why I gave it a 10 even.
0: Yeah. I I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. So for me, it was the storytelling. Uh, It was the vocals. It was the instrumentation or instrumentals. Yeah. And this album. Okay. Not to get sportsy on you, but this was the fucking embodiment of the old Patriots, Bill Belichick, do your job. To your job? Everybody on this album did their fucking job. Yeah. And they just won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So they hit a fucking home run. Yeah. Whatever analogy you want to give it. This album was fucking the tits as the super tits, as Adam says. Yeah. It it could not have been given any other score. And I'm not just jerking people off here because I don't fucking know them. Yeah. To me, as and you as being the the more seasoned veteran in terms of musical taste uh-huh. and having the higher level of a palate than say, like I do mm. you giving it a 10 tells me that I'm not just some normie also giving it a 10. I'm like, okay, cool. So that's a legitimate, this, every song was great. Mm. And that's kind of the basis for how I judge things mm. is if every song was good and I didn't want to, you know, skip any songs fucking easily could get a 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, Genesis of Wusu with uh, The Struggler, there yeah. was a one so- song that I didn't think... I mean, it was okay, but it, I didn't think it had redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. tell you what that song was, but that's why I knocked it one full point yeah. down was because of that one song. But this song, I mean, all like I said, the entire album itself like i just enjoyed it all the way fucking through and yeah uh again talking about like young gatita with the lyrics i mean dude fucking swiss army knife or like one of those um those japanese kitchen blades oh, or yeah. knives you can use for everything fucking came in there with all these metaphors and shit like again i yeah. brought up the the I forgot what song it was where she was talking about problems being served up like breakfast. Yeah, uh, but that that was just consistently throughout the album is that the wordplay was just it was fun. Like the metaphors yeah. were fun. Exactly. Um, and the the some of the hallmark things to grow up in Southern California, whether you lived in suburbia or just you know, whatever part of California you lived in. Right. Talk yeah. about the 60 freeway, dude. I, I I don't know, man. It's just fucking random shit. The seventh, the seventh heaven thing. Like yeah, a, te- no, was a, great. a television show that we, pro- I mean, I don't know if you ever watched it, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did. It was yeah. great. It was a good time. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed this quite, quite a bit. I didn't think I was going to give it. A t- I, I didn't know. I thought maybe at best this thing was going to be. Before having even listened to the album itself, mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe it was gonna be like an eight point five or yeah so something I, like that. I already kinda had an idea. And then I listened to every song. I'm like, nope, this is a fucking this is a fucking ten. And I hope this never happens where we're just <laughs> giving out tens <laughs> yeah, and shit. I, I hope the, this is rare. Because we I, I didn't even give Genesis of Wusu no. a fucking ten. Like, Neither did, no, yeah, we, we didn't. I gave it a nine or something. I think I
0: gave it a nine too. Yeah. Or an eight eight and a half or something we, like that. I we don't gave remember.
1: Twin Temple nine. And we yeah. gave fucking Munya's album like a I gave it a seven point five eight I think that's around where we're yeah. too. Yeah. But this, this, no, this was, I hate to say it, but this thing blew out yeah. all the albums out of the way. Oh, yeah. This has been the best fucking album we've reviewed. Yeah. So, so far. Sh- sh- shout outs to Young Gatita for yeah, putting man. out a real bitching album, and, a debut album. Oh, yeah.
0: And I'll be honest, going into this, yeah. I was definitely not expecting this shit. I was thinking, oh, it's going to be some bullshit. And I'm just yeah. going to think, ah, whatever. It's all right. But no, nah, man, totally shocked, maybe even a bit appalled at how I, I've been sleeping on Young Gatita. Yeah. So don't fucking sleep on young gothita that's for that's the lesson to be learned yeah. from this fucking episode meth yeah do, and and do meth <laughs> if yeah. you want to get shit done yeah I, meth. man we got dude i i
1: i i don't know if i can say this but we we got to get her on dude we have oh, to like yeah I, we do man i love to talk to her i'm i'm willing to i i nothing short of anything to get her on like i don't know how how we can do it, but I would love to fucking have her on and just talk about uh, how far she's come yeah. with her project, and then like this album, like that would be the
0: two things. Like I just that. want to ask her about the meth. Is it? Is <laughs> it the, the, <laughs> and the, I swear, man, if she says yes, I might punch you in the face just because. <laughs> fucking a dude. All right. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. But damn. the wrap up: ten out of ten. 10. Sports
1: and sports yep.
0: entertained out of fucking ten. Dude. Yep, a hundred fucking percent. Yeah, that was fucking amazing, and. Also, if you listen to us, this this uh, this episode on Hetty, let us know how you thought. Let us know how you thought it went, because this is the first time we've done a well, I wouldn't say live because it's not live. But this is the first time I don't know that. Oh, you spoiled it. Oh, well, it's all good. It's who cares. But anyways, this is the first time we've done it with the, the music involved. So it'd be interesting to hear how that went as opposed to how we normally do it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay,
1: so one other thing I had to add to give bonus points to this album is, again, mm-hmm. I said Young Atita took a quantum leap here because before she was kind of doing the bedroom pop shit alternative mm-hmm. rock sound. Yeah. But this, this we got a little bit of, we got a little bit of everything. We got like a really hard, uh, I guess you could say, there's something 90s about this album, right? Yeah. But then it had the shoegaze element, the grunginess. There was a lot of, diff. there was like Different textures. There was like a spectrum of sound. Yeah, that I give bonus points for because I knew her as one thing, and she just showed herself in a more palatable, colorful way. I'm just like fucking a
0: dude. Goddamn ten out of ten. Yeah, definitely agreed. And also to piggyback on that, not necessarily about the topic of what we're talking, about, but like go and also support the artist. Go yeah. buy the fucking album. Go buy the album. Buy the shirts. Yeah. As I've learned from millennial frog if you at least get it on on itunes or you play it on apple music you'll get 0. 0.00742 cents per per, per fucking oh, yeah. stream. so even if you just stream it on there just do it because they're still getting something i mean not much but you know hey dude something. in 30 years you can buy a cheeseburger hey Actually, man, maybe not you never know <laughs> i mean millennial frog may make us enough money to buy it yeah to buy a cheeseburger in you know six to nine business months. Hey,
1: <laughs> if we support young Atita enough, if enough of us get together, she could afford six cheeseburgers,
0: six cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> Hot damn. That is the, she could go and she could pay full price too. Wouldn't even have to go on 99 cent cheeseburger. Day. Oh yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, also, Again, if you listen to us on on Hetty and you enjoyed it, uh, go to the Heady uh, face. Since you don't go to any of our shit, go to the Heady thing and say how much you enjoyed the like game rage content and that you'd like more of it, perhaps. Oh, yeah. And that you'd like to see us uh, maybe a plethora of other shows, which we also have could potentially be on here as well, if you enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also go listen to some of our other shit, too gameragemagazine.com. You can check out all the bullshit. That's where we have everything, all, all the shows, all the the topics. Uh, also, Millennial Frog, second album, is already out. It's out now. It won't be available on iTunes or Spotify until probably the 17th or so of January. Okay. Depending because they're having some issues. Uh, but it's out now in podcast form. You can go to gamerage.com slash millennial frog and you will see the link to the album. Mm -hmm. on podcast format and again if you don't want to download all the fucking albums i'm i I was a nice guy and i went ahead and put them stitched them all together in one track stream as as a full song this is the way okay that's how it was on the other album this is this is the way part two in terms of that song yeah you click on that and it'll play the whole fucking 40 whatever minutes straight through and you don't got to download a bunch of episodes so with that we thank you all for listening we do hope you'll come back again and you'll you know Join us on the next episode. And we hope you enjoyed this. We hope that, you know, also you go and and again, don't don't worry about following us. At least go follow young Gatita. All right. Go give her some love because, again, like throw I said, throw your money at her. Yeah. You assholes don't throw it at us. So you might as well throw it at somebody who is actually talented and probably deserves it. Yeah, so. that's true story.
1: <laughs> so give it give it to her.
0: Yeah. True story. Anyways, that'll be it for us. You got anything else? Um, give your balls a tug and support young Gatita. That's it. Yep. That's very good. Wise words. Thank you for joining us. We'll catch you on the next one. That was the Game Rage Music Show. Thanks for listening.